You're listening to an episode of Highlights from the Creative Process. I mean, working with, first off, Jennifer Lawrence is probably, I think, one of the most talented, instinctual actresses that I've ever had the pleasure of editing. I mean, she is really, really good. And she knows her, she comes to set prepared, she knows her lines, and she can turn it on and off like nobody's business. I mean, she is really, really great. And, and working with Francis is a whole other set of wonderful things. So he he is incredibly talented, and he's very, he's open and insightful. So, you know, if I'm going to work with anybody, I want to work with people who are nice people, they're creative, and they're also open to my ideas and don't make me feel small if they don't like my ideas. Because it, you know, when you're collaborating and when you're an editor, sometimes you're going to have great ideas, sometimes they're not going to be great. And same thing's true with a director, an actor, anybody in a creative process when you're trying to create something that's certainly for mass consumption, you're going to try things and they're not going to work. And part of what we do is we try things that don't work so that we know that, oh, we that avenue doesn't work, but this does. Um, and it can be frustrating if you're struggling with a scene that it's not really doing what its intention was or or you realize in the process that the that the intention behind the scene needs to be changed. So you now have a scene that doesn't really do what it needs to do for the movie, but there is there must be a way to, to change it so that it will support the movie in a different manner. And when you're doing that, you're really starting to think outside the box, and you're going to come up with ideas that are are bad sometimes or just don't work, or you're going to come up with ideas that really work, but the execution is, is difficult. Um, and so working with somebody like Francis, um, who's collaborative, you're in a position where you can kind of excel because failure isn't something that's um, frowned upon. It's just acknowledged, like, oh, this doesn't work. And, you know, sometimes uh, you're, I'm asked to execute ideas that aren't going to work, and when we're there working together, like, I don't know that they're not going to work to begin with. I mean, I might be 100% behind them, and as I'm going through the process, I'm like, oh, look what this means. And then and having somebody that you have a, a relationship with and where your egos are sort of left outside the room and you're actually able to, to manipulate the material and you, there's a partnership there is one of the most valuable things um, I've experienced in my career. You know, I like to think of myself as, as creative first, but at the end of the day, my job is very much in service of the film, the directors, and the producers, and the studio. So I could put something together that I think is absolutely wonderful, and if any one of those people I just previously mentioned decides that it's not serving the, the movie, well, I'm going to have to make it different. So having people that uh, care as much as you do and accept that it's a collaborative process is fantastic. And Francis is one of the greats. I mean, he, he's just a lovely person. So working with nice people under sometimes difficult hours and conditions and, and people who have pursuits outside of just the entertainment industry um, is really valuable. And I think that you know most of the situations that are difficult are usually a lot harder when you don't have a previously existing relationship with that director. I mean, the film industry can be 
fraught with politics and pitfalls, and and it can be very stressful at times. I mean, I understand now that I'm much older why a lot of those people I took out on rock climbing uh, trips were so stressed and 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 you know angry, um, because it can be a very very difficult mental challenge to get past some of the ideas and the the pressures. You know, that you you don't realize when you just think, oh, they're making movies, it's so much fun, but, you know, there are literally hundreds of millions of dollars at stake, and people get really stressed out if they perceive that the movie isn't on track or isn't going to make, you know, its money back. It affects us in such an emotional, sort of subconscious level that if you start there, you can actually color the, the performances in ways that they're not really supporting it. So you can end up with this wonderful piece of music and you can cut something together that's really not as complementary to the music as it could be. So I feel that if you start by cutting the scene and getting all the pieces working well, all the characters are connecting and the audience is connecting with the characters and then you add music, you're really kind of putting icing on top of the cake. But if you start with the icing, you're not going to make a great cake. One of the things that I think is really interesting is that, you know, humans over time, and they're still doing it today, and I just think how it's such a lack, shows such a lack of creative thinking. The idea that the size of your brain mm-hmm. is equates to your level of intelligence is uh, really like computer processors are getting smaller and smaller and more and more powerful the i you know like science has shown that size doesn't necessarily equate to intelligence it's just it's just a matter of how efficient that device is um you know and we don't know like the idea that animals don't feel and you could say all those things. It makes it a lot easier to go out and shoot something so you could bring it home and cook it, mm-hmm. right? But let's be honest. Fish have feelings, you know? <laughs> That's It's just the fact. They, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I choose to believe that. I mean, anything with a central nervous system that has to think, mm-hmm. you know, decide is this a predator, is this a you know, food or whatever, they're gonna. there's going to be some sort of sense of, you know, they're going to feel pain, uh, whether or not they you know, feeling emotion the same way we do, that's immaterial. For the most part, it's really more about gut. It's like, how does it feel as you're going through the process? And, you know, I'm looking for, for pacing and beats into frame as well as from cut to cut and from scene to scene. and I, I didn't realize this, it was an early version of the script and it wasn't quite done and the director had was very emphatic like this is not the script that we're shooting but we want you to do the movie and, and I turned it down because I'm not really into superhero films and I, the whole bullets and the wrist thing it just wasn't <laughs> yeah. for me and I, and I really felt like you know this director deserves somebody who is going to bring everything to it and not be like judging the material um, and then when I saw the movie, I wrote her an email because I said, you know, if you told me this movie was about somebody, like I didn't get it from the script that 
her superpower was her love for humanity, mm-hmm. then I like I would have not only done the movie, I would have begged you to let me. Now that you know the world is kind of in this, you know, various stages of lockdown. Mm-hmm. I think that people are starting to realize that they don't necessarily have to get in their cars and drive, and mm-hmm. you know, we can do things remotely. Like you're in Paris, and I'm in New Hampshire, mm-hmm. and you know, it's it's not quite the same as being together, but it's it's pretty darn close. It's not mm-hmm. it's not bad. I, I feel like if I ran into you in the supermarket, I would recognize you and I could say, "Hey, Mia, how are you? Mm-hmm. Nice to see you." Um, and you know that using the technology that we have at our disposal. I think to its fullest, once we're done with this pandemic, will help us a great deal at mitigating some of the the climate issues that we have and the pollution issues that we have. Um, And I also think that, you know, we need to start on an individual level thinking about how responsible we want to be. You know, the idea of recycling is, it's a great idea, but we really need, what it really means is reuse things. And we need to start making things that can be fixed. You're in a collaborative, creative environment. Sometimes collaboration is, it doesn't feel like a positive word, right? Because we all have ideas about what we want our process and end result to be. But when you're collaborating, there are a lot of opinions in the room. And if you start in a defensive position, listening to other people's opinions and ideas, you're going to miss the root of what they're trying to say. If you start from a place of, gee, we're all in this together and we want to make the best film possible, even though, you know, so-and-so may not understand what it is I'm trying to do, maybe they have a different opinion of what a good piece of, you know, movie is or piece of entertainment is. Um, if you look at the, at the, the root of what they're asking, a lot of times those notes or those ideas which seem completely outrageous and it's so easy to just shut down and go, well, that guy's a complete nincompoop. Um, if you find the heart and soul of what their idea is, almost always there's truth there. And if you lean into that, you can make the piece better. To listen to the full interview and to learn more about the creative process, please go to www.creativeprocess.info for more information.